I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just reminding you that we're here to come up with five sketches. Oh, pad. That's my only thing. (laughs) You're setting everything up. And I'm like, anyway, let me remind you what the point of this show is. Meanwhile, where's my pad, Andy? Anyway, just start recording already. I was born ready. Can you start again? Or are you happy with this intro? Uh, oh, I didn't realize you'd click the start. Um, I gotta admit, I'm pretty happy with it. Wait. Click, click, click. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm also Andy. Trying something a bit different today. Yeah. Welcome to Two Andys. In the Think Tank. In the Think Tank. Andy Think Tank. Um, you know, like how in The Simpsons they had the no homers. No, what was that? You know, like uh, it was Homer wasn't allowed into a club <laughs> because it was called the No Homers Club, and then he would say, "But the, you've got Homer thing," and he go, "Yeah, it's no, it's no Homers <laughs> like that." And so we can have one. Well, this is a thing. It's the Andy's Think Tank. We can't have less than two. two less than two. I see. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hey, Alistair. Yes, and What about a sketch where there's noise-canceling headphones, right? But instead of cancelling noise from outside your head, they cancel uh, noise from inside your head, like your inner monologue and self-doubt. I really like it, Andy. Yeah? I'm sorry I didn't laugh, but it was because you mentioned it right before the podcast. <laughs> um, but trust me, Ooh. the excitement is there. It's just that right now, I'm, I, I didn't even let you finish your sentence. I was writing, writing it down. Writing it down. Um, uh, now, so there's that level of the idea, just the, you know, ma- you know, an advertisement or whatever for that. Yeah. Which I think it'd be great, you know. Um, there's the element in which maybe, uh, the universe is always constantly whispering fuck you in a really quiet voice that yeah. we can hear subliminally, but actually can't quite, like, hear liminally. Liminally, and, yeah. And, uh, and, and so... It could maybe cancel that out as well. So when you put the headphones on, you're finally like not feeling like you're being insulted by the universe. Yeah. So that is a reference to how I was mentioning that uh, when you put on noise-canceling headphones, good ones, it's yeah. just something inside you just melts and you go, "Wow, I didn't like it." Just makes a bit of a stress that you didn't even know was there. Yeah. And Andy was suggesting that that could just be because it makes. Uh, the the universe is whispering to you of fuck you. You're listening to in the Think Tank, the show where we describe five sketch ideas we've already come up with before <laughs> the podcast to you. To be honest, that's the thing that I think more more people would be more interested in. <laughs> I think when you tell people we come up with five sketch ideas, they go, well, that's something I don't think I would like to listen to. But... Hey, people, but at least you're telling people about the podcast. That's the thing, is I'm you spreading know, the word. Getting the word out there. about the About the good pod. Hey, I'm a missionary. The word of pod. Yeah, the word of pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, oh, yeah, with the noise canceling yes. headphones uh, for inside your head, the noise inside your head. I think it would be fun to go to the to go to the labs where they work it out. Oh, sad labs. Uh, Andy, it could be sad. It could be set in sad labs. I do think that there's a whole series that could set be set in sad, in sad labs. labs. Um, Although this this sounds is like this it is a whole makes episode. people happy, and eh? that's not really sad labs kind of. Uh, yeah, but but, but they could discover it by accident while it, trying to find a way to make people sad. Well, maybe we're going to it's we're going to a company that you know makes money off of the back of the Sad Labs research. Yeah, okay. You know, so I think like some of the fun stuff that could be in there is like uh, so you know a lot of noise canceling technology works by uh, 
you know, it, it, it takes in the atmospheric sound and then mm. it sends out a signal that is equal and opposite. The inverse. To, yes. to that sound. To cancel so, the waveform. So, for example, come over to this uh, recording booth over here now. Mm. Uh, you see that man. Obviously, you can't hear anything at the moment because he's, he's behind uh, soundproof glass. But um, the man who looks like he's a s screaming bloody murder at the top of his lungs... Yeah. Well, that is for people who have a scream in their head, an endless scream. And so, what what he actually has there is the equal and opposite scream. And what many, what we found, we our our, our research has found is uh, the average inner mind scream. So, so the 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 cancellation of that scream that's inside your head is actually being done in real time by a man trained in inverse screaming. At the moment, and then that's streamed directly to your headphones. Yeah, that's that's how we get the responsive thing. Like computers can't actually develop the uh, these subconscious waveforms. Yeah, at the, but if at we can tap into <laughs> somebody who's truly insane, mm. but also extroverted and an invert, the invert of an extrovert. Sometimes what we can, <laughs> sometimes what we can do as well is we can we can connect two people who are trying to silence the screams in their heads. And, and and just find two people who has the have the inverse screams in or their head, or just out of phase with each other by half a wavelength. That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, or let's say somebody has kind of a like a like a scream that is like a fuck, yeah. and then you get somebody else who's got a scream that is like a shit. Sometimes those are close enough, yeah. in, in essence, that 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 they. They might not completely eliminate it, but they, they at least muffle. Yeah, they they mollify. Yeah, they mollify. They ameliorate. Ameliorate <laughs> the, the screaming. Sometimes, you know, like just, just the way that the waves, the, the waveforms kind of interact, it kind of creates a just a neato beat. A cool beat. beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so instead of fuck, you get a, like a... So what we do is I add some kind of electronic trance to that, like <laughs> and isn't that better than being insane? <laughs> I mean, the problem is that a lot of people then get driven mad by yeah. that sound, but you know, sure, but change is as good as a holiday. But madness, and it's a also, fresh madness. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. The thing is that you're curing the screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all we ever said we could do. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about uh, the the headphones that they put on you? Mm -hmm. um, if they want to cancel the inner your inner doubt or whatever it is, um, it's just normal headphones. They've just got to um, put them inside your skull, so they just have to cut open your head yeah. and sort of clear out some space and put the headphones <laughs> inside, okay. sort of behind the ears, and that removes doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, we don't play any sound with it or anything like that. We just find that having headphones inside, inside your, your head uh, actually just removes doubt. So I'm not sure if it's because we remove a part of the brain mm. that is actually uh, relevant to doubt. At the moment, we don't want to question it, really. Yeah. The thing is that it's working. I mean, I wasn't really sure about this procedure until I had it done, and now I'm convinced. In fact, you could say, I have no doubt it works <laughs> about anything. Yeah, that's good. Um Nah. Nah, you don't it's weird. think so? It's weird. Like, I, I can't... Uh, it'd be so gross seeing them sort of carving out big headphone-sized holes in the side of people's skulls. Uh, well, yeah, but we would definitely have to show it all yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you can do something like that and not show it. No, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what's the point? If you're like If you're gun. making a comedy sketch, why focus on the comedy part of it? When when you absolutely should be focusing on the gore, the gruesome, the gruesome horror, horror of uh, yep. poorly thought out surgery. Yep. Um, I had one other idea. Oh yeah, what about a way? Because you know, there's your mind's eye, so there's also got to be your mind's ear. Mm. And is <laughs> and and you know, if they find the part in the brain that, that, that is the mind's ear, uh -huh. uh, if there was a way of sort of blocking that ear, maybe putting in some some mind's wax, earwax. Mind's um, muffs. Mind's muffs, yeah. <laughs> but obviously there's the mind's muff already, yeah, but you want sure. the mind's ear muffs. <laughs> because you've, got a, you've got a whole mind's body inside your mind. Yeah, you yeah. do, <laughs> including your mind's muff. Including <laughs> your mind's muff. Um, <laughs> well, when people call something a mind fuck, where do you think it's going? Yeah. It's happening in one of your mind holes. <laughs> or mind dick, which has a hole. 
I wasn't being, I wasn't being stupid. <laughs> I know what I was saying. <laughs> I wasn't being stupid. Um, yeah. Uh, well, look. <laughs> oh, it's gone off the rails real early. Yeah. In this app. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think, I think the concept of the mind's ear. Yeah, is 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 inherent in that sketch. It's good to get that explicit there. Oh yeah, but the mind's ear is going to be relevant to the in a in a in a voice cancelling yeah. headphones. I mean, um, I would love if this. Sorry, you you had to finish. No, 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 no. Okay, I would love if this started as a inner like you know a noise cancelling mm. inner mind kind of sketch. Mm. And then somehow it did go way off on a tangent about the inner body, like the inner <laughs> mind's body. Well, we because because you 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 are referring to the previous sketch that we came up with, where every part of the body has a body, right? <laughs> well, I like I know in part that 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 there's there's an essence to it that is the same. Yeah. But but this is this is connected to a real phenomena, <laughs> which is the mind's eye. And so, and extrapolating on that, so it's not necessarily exactly the same. I, I think if you did both these sketches in the same, say, series or yeah. episode, people would notice some similarities. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't. Well, I mean, that's great. Then that allows you to to connect them and allows the 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 head of the face part, mm. which is from about two three episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, that allows that to be sort of a step up in exaggeration of the of the other minds. I think. Right. So um, we're building on that. Andy, like you like you know, eventually my plan is to have a whole <laughs> channel dedicated to this just this idea. Just this idea. Each idea is a channel. Yeah, so this will be <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh let's just We let's have just a team look. of people, creatives just exploring it at every possible angle. I mean, when I started out in comedy and yeah. I was there. One of my one of the things that I said is great is when you can take an idea and look at it from every angle and yeah. get every bit of comedy out of it that's yeah. possible. And I think I might have lost sight of that somewhere along the way, but you, Alistair, have the courage to pursue it well, relentlessly. I mean, you're actually making me feel like right now, like I should attempt that. I should attempt <laughs> I should attempt a show that is an hour that is one idea. Yeah, okay. Looked at from Every angle. I feel like I've seen almost Paul Foote do that. Like in his show when he kept talking about Clydesdales. No, no. It was a Shire, Shire Horses. Horses. Yeah. But that is essentially, that is about a 12 or 13 minute bit. Yeah. And and, and it almost broke me. So if really? You can, if you can do... But I mean, he was talking about fates <laughs> and things like that. In the end, it's not even really that much about Shire Horses. Oh. Like Just, in the end, like like so, so he talks about the fate. He describes all the things at the fate, like that. This is how I've described to somebody his. I think that what he does is different to what other people do in that his bits are tableaus. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he makes a whole like you know like that 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 big Picasso, the Guerra one. Uh, Guernica. <coughs> exactly. Yeah. I think that that's that's uh that's stand up's Guernica. The. And it look it's the just as, it's just as harrowing. They both have a horse in them. <laughs> I I don't know what kind of horse. And just as much just inherent as ha- human suffering. Anyway, um, I love that bit. I've, I I you yep. and you don't have to say that you love it. You just said you suffered and it broke you. You can't. But even though I think I sh- I showed you that album I, I, later on after That's you true. Had seen I think it, and I revisited it. it. I revisited it. With a with a fresh mind, with a bit more inner strength. Great. Now we're, this has been saved in case Paul Foot ever listens to the podcast. So Great. That's so good. We've redeemed it um, in his eyes. Is there a sketch in, in worrying that a famous person will hear something that you say about them? Well, I've probably mentioned on the podcast before, but you know about that that many of my decisions are sort of a part of my my my, my mental. Background calculations are what will this mean for my future political career? Oh yeah, of um, course. And <laughs> and I think in my mind I am still juggling, and I haven't quite given up on the possibility that I could either be a fantastic tennis player, really, yeah, or maybe a chess genius. Right. And 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 
there's almost no field of endeavour that I can't mm. witness someone be really, really good at, yeah. or I can't somehow convince myself that I might have a future in it. Yeah, I, I, I just considered in, within the last three hours that I could maybe make it onto the national soccer team. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, I've, I've never tried. I've no. never tried. No, no, no. But but chess looks like something that would be up your alley. Yeah. You've yeah. got glasses. And absolutely. So in that way, I'm, I'm already on ahead. Yeah. But, but you know, especially for something like soccer, right, feel, that feels even more achievable in a way because these soccer players, their bodies wear out. That's why their careers are over by That's the time true. they're our age. Yeah. Right? But the fact that we haven't, done any exertion uh, we've kept it in pristine our, our condition. body is like yeah is mint yeah right so if we were to start even showing an interest in soccer now yeah well you know that would be the equivalent of these people who start when they're you know 12 or something like that mm-hmm. and then you know headhunted and scouted for a junior team by the time they're 13 yeah and train and train and train and then their career's over by 30 yeah if they're lucky if they're lucky but, probably 28 I, I I have not tapped any of the like soccer muscles. They're no, you know, they're, they're they're beautiful. Yeah, they've been maturing like a fine meat. And <laughs> and and while my mind, but 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 now I'm 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 also an adult, so I have the sort of the awareness and the self discipline of an adult. Absolutely. So Which, if is I that better or now, worse than the self discipline of a kid? I'm going to say better. Great. Okay, that's and, good. And so, you know, if I were to start now, I, I think I would probably get good at it probably much faster than one of these kids. Mm. And then, you know, maybe I would make better decisions with my career and preserving my body. I might have a really lengthy career. I could go until I was 60. Yeah. I mean, I know you talking about it's going for a long time. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so the career is bound to. Yeah. If this, yeah. So, I would say so. Yeah. So, do you think that in anywhere in there... That there is a sketch within this. Well, I I, I think a, an an institute, you know, like the Australian Football Institute you know, or the Australian Sports Institute. What is the Australian Institute of Sport? Yeah, right. Yeah, has, yes. has been, you know, they always focus on finding young talent, right? You know, they they scout the sure. the local teams and that sort of thing. But these kids, you know, they've. You know, some of them have already been playing for a few years, so their body's already started to wear out. Yeah. You know, what you really want is someone whose body hasn't, who's who's never played the sport, so that they can have the lengthiest possible career. Yeah, and somebody who's coming at it from a different angle. Exactly. Like they, they've sort of had a life. A lot of them are playing soccer about soccer. Like a mature age student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who are playing soccer about <laughs> soccer. You you Oh, so these are the, the, the young kids who've like... Who only have all they know soccer. is soccer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whereas, right? but you know, this you've been John, a carpenter who's been swinging a hammer for <laughs> for fifteen to seventeen. He's going to come at that. He looks at the ball like it's a nail. Yeah, all these kids have been looking at the ball like it's a ball. Yeah, and so <laughs> he's kicking down onto the top of the ball. Yeah, he, I've never seen that done. <laughs> it's not been done. <laughs> he swings his leg up, yeah. brings it down, heel first onto he, the top of the ball. <laughs> This is an entirely new approach. Yeah, no, nobody can predict where it's going to go, including <laughs> the man. Sometimes it goes somewhere really good. And so, uh, yeah, so I think that that, like the Australian Institute of Sport, broadening their recruiting. Yeah, it's, to, it's definitely one guy's idea there who's like, no, no, yeah. I think we should get some older players. On. Yeah, it's like, like a mature age <clears throat> student. You know, a lot of them, they come back to university. A lot of them are very focused. I mean, they're quite annoying. But, you know, a, a, a mature age can I, can I let the podcasters Ring know that, that when you were at uni, that one of the, the annoying mature age students that was in your class was Julian Assange? That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> just just <laughs> yeah. so that we're drip feeding a bit of information from our lives every now and then. I was in Julian Assange's physics class and he sat down the front and he had weird grey hair. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he asked, I don't know, lots of questions and talked strangely. And I was like, that guy's weird. And... History has borne me out to be correct. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've been vindicated. I wonder if he asks boring questions in the Ecuadorian <laughs> the embassy. Ecuador- <laughs> sits down the front with his grey hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yes, recruiting. See, there was something in that, Alistair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I look. I knew there was. Oh, yeah. I mean, it all felt like comedy. 
It's just whether or not just it... just didn't sound like... No, no, whether or not it would settle down. I apologize for what I said about it it's going okay. on for a long it's time. Okay. It's just... It, it was more of a reference to... Uh, you know, it's so rare that I see you be passionate about something. Well... And one thing that you are passionate about is... My future all, soccer career. <laughs> all the things that you could potentially be doing if you, if you just... If I was passionate about them. Yeah. If yeah. I gave a shit. See, that's... The barrier. That I, that's what I think. You know, that is the barrier. That is all that stands between me and a glorious soccer career is not really wanting one. But mm. well, actually, is that a thing that we've talked about? That, that is, is that a sketch that we came up with, the idea of a gym that you need to go to to build up the mental will to go to the gym? I think we've talked about that on the podcast. Mm. That, that the, you know, that half, half the work is in getting to the gym. Yeah. So, so halfway to the gym, there's another gym yeah. that helps you <laughs> get the end. Look, I don't know if we ha- did come up with that. Well, if you could put that down as a 2B. Okay, yeah, 2B. Um, and, you know, if... if yeah, but, but, but it would have to be some sort of mental mental gym. You know, because, because, you know, it's getting off the couch. It's, uh, it's signing up for the gym classes. It's uh y- yeah. Y- yeah you know it's a, it's a personal trainer who sits there and and yells at you while you fill out the form for a gym membership, uh, to and to make it all the way to the end. God knows if that form was more than two pages, there was no way that I would ever get all the way to the end of applying for a gym membership. And yet you haven't, right? You've... And yet I haven't. Have you ever had a gym membership? No. Yeah, that's great. I think I think that's the best. I don't understand why people need to go to the gym. I think there are probably some people who, you know, who still have a gym membership from 20, 30 years ago and that they're, they're still, still paying. paying for. And It's amazing. You know. Gyms, gyms oh. have, make so much money somehow, I it's, imagine. I don't it's, know. But it's, it's, it's a brilliant business model, right? It's, it's because what it is, is y- if you stop paying them money, you're admitting failure, mm. right? Like... All you do is you is you is you they've developed a system whereby that they they have convinced you that in order to not be a failure you have to keep paying them money. Yeah, it's incredible. Oh, I bet you if you call up to try to cancel, they give you a hard time. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there'd be all sorts of barriers and that sort of thing, and there'd be you know recruiting officers who somehow convince you to also sign up for the swimming pool I reckon, membership. I reckon there would be a thing within that, which is the worst thing in existence. No, not genocide. <laughs> Worse. Go on. Having to print out, sign, and then scan a document. Oh, it's the ultimate <laughs> barrier. The ultimate barrier. <laughs> To getting anything done, you go. Oh well, I guess I don't. I guess I don't want to work for this company. That's cause... why the Japanese took so long to surrender in World War Two. Because <laughs> they sent them the document. <laughs> they like, sent the document as, as a PDF, and you couldn't sign it electronically. Yeah. So all right, so I'm going to have to print this out and sign, and then scan, and then email back to you. Every look, I'd rather just send a few more hundred thousand men to their death. <laughs> I think every company that makes PDF software that doesn't have electronic signing built in within mm-hmm. it should have their offices bombed. <laughs> like a campaign of terror. Like, I apologize. And I would never so call, like, call for violence. So you're talking about Fight Club, right? But the scene at the end, instead of it being all the credit card companies that are being destroyed, yeah. it's all the corporations... Who created PDF software where you can't sign electronically? Yeah, maybe it's a guy who's just who's just stopped working at one of these companies. So this is this is the guy's point of view that we're seeing this from. Yeah, and there's a bunch of attacks going around that have, are targeting these people for mm. not having the electronic mm-hmm. signing thing, and then. And he's devastated because he he knows people who work in that field and all that kind of stuff. And nobody else in the world cares. Like it's about them dying. About these people dying <laughs> because they're like, well, in a way, it's it makes sense. Like yeah. you know, like it is kind of a bad. And he kind of he tries to argue about how it's like it's actually a very difficult technology to <laughs> to, to implement to implement. And you know, like 
you know, you know, Adobe has a proprietary uh, encoding system, but you know, this portable document format. We've yeah. got to go to them. We've got to get access to that. We've got to pay royalties. Yeah, you can't. And then as I go, well, to be honest, yeah, if whatever company does it, it's just this is that is the worst thing in the world, and I never want to have to print out a document and scan it. Yeah, I had I had had an inkling of a, of a little edge of something for that, and it's just totally slipped away. It was just hypnotic watching your mouth move. Yeah, uh, yeah, got lost in it. Thank you. But I, I think that's, I think that's something. Do you think there's a sketch in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of, um, yeah, campaign of, of of terror against these people. Um, <laughs> like, wh- I mean, what do we compare this to? You know, it. To how do you what's what's the analogy for for the fact that these people are suffering and nobody cares? You know, it's 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 it's. Yeah, it's, I, I want to compare it to like our, our the fact the way that we're ignoring the plight of um, I don't know refugees or something like that. But that you you, you can't do that without yeah. trivialising a genuine thing. But yeah. if there was something else, I don't know if we could compare it to leprosy or polio or you know something that's been gone for long enough that uh, all the people who died horribly from it uh, have faded from our memories. Mm. Yeah, let's see. Making fun of old people becoming irrelevant is still kind of okay. That's true. Yeah, but... Um, what, what do you think of this, Alistair? Yeah, but... Yeah, sorry, go. This is a, this is a different thing. Okay, right. It's about, like, when, you, when you're out with an elderly relative. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and they... And, and there's, you're, like, you're at a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And, the, and the waiter kind of does a little joke with the elderly relative, does a little bit of flirting or something with the elderly relative, right? Yeah. We all laugh. We all laugh. We think that's so funny because we all know that there's no way they would ever actually find an old person attractive because they're so disgusting and old and it's so funny that they would ever pretend yeah. to find this person interesting or attractive. They go, hi, sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, good oh, look at you. How, how, what is it, your 21st birthday or something like that? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if I actually thought you were worth something. But I don't. You're disgusting because you're, dis- you're old. Oh, you know, and then you. all the relatives, they also laugh because they're like, yeah, it is funny because he is old and disgusting. Yeah, we're not there yet. We'll get there, but right now it's we're funny. We're not, so it's funny that he's old and gross. Yeah. She's repulsive. <laughs> I'm she's current. Old. We're all repulsed. We're just laughing so that we don't feel the repulsion. Is that, is that, yeah. I think there is something there. Um, How do you turn that into a sketch? Do you, do you, do you sort of... Um, Hear the inside of the, the, well, you know, you could you could pause the moment and hear the you know monologues of everyone talking about. That's uh, that's time oh, that stopping. That was very good. Wasn't as good. No, that was actually, if anything, better. Yeah, right. I think if you ever developed the superpower. Yeah, to stop time. To stop time. That's the sound I should make when I do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like maybe time has stopped. That's how convincing That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. You could would... do that in a crowded place. Everyone would just pause in place because just because it's like when Michael Winslow in the police academy did that machine gun sound and everything, everyone dropped to the ground. Yeah. It's like that. Everyone would just assume time had been stopped. <laughs> so they would freeze on the spot. Yeah. I think Michael Winslow's uh, drinking uh, like a soft drink sound and his burp was not very good. Really? That's I remember thinking that during the time I was like, that doesn't sound like whatever he's trying to do. That's crazy because both of those things are actually sounds that you make with your mouth. Well, you know, but also a straw and like ice and things yeah. like that. Like the burping definitely is, but the burping comes from a very different place because you're trying to go like like that, you know, like when you're trying to make the sound. Right. With your so mouth. he wasn't actually burping. No, no, no. Yeah, he, yeah I know. He could have just been burping. <laughs> but he's a purist. He's a bloody purist, you know. He sticks to it. Um, so, um, so time stops, and we hear inside the minds of everyone. Is that is that enough of a thing to give to something to make it a sketch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that there's a there's a good scenario here. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, is it? We just hear people's minds, but then, like, where does it go? You know? Yeah, indeed, um, indeed. Well, I think you know. Ultimately, we could wind up in the mind of the. Uh, 
of the of the of the person of the old person. Yeah. Is there a way that they have access to a a a time travel device? So that they can stop time. So that they can go back and then relive it and then they can act differently after they've had the thoughts? No, I don't know. Um or they it happens, right? The little what, what what's that called? Condescending comment? Yeah. 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 And then Or patronizing. Yeah. And they they as a group discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. Well so we wouldn't even have to freeze time, right? They're just sort of laughing and talking about it as they're laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they could even go See that's funny, Nana, because you don't look twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're kinda of giving each other shit. Like yeah. That. Well, mostly her. And uh and then when the the waiter comes back, um and he says Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Something else. She just goes, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Listen here, you little shit. Like, and then she maybe she gives him some kind of... Uh, some kind of reverse... Or she just stabs him in the gut. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Maybe he also worked for a company that made PDF software that didn't allow the electric, electronically sign. And they say, it's okay, everyone. He worked for non-signable <laughs> PDF software. Manufacturer. He was making us all print, sign, and scan documents. While also being a waiter. <laughs> His startup hadn't quite kicked off yet, but the... The software wasn't going to allow you to electronically sign. He was basically just trying to get a share of the Adobe PDF market, which really would have just relied on ad money, which oh. that is an, another annoying thing with that app. Yep. yep. All the free PDF signing PDF software, that's all ads. It's all, all ads. ads on it and stuff. It's all ads. God. I mean, to be honest, that, that doesn't bother me when it means I don't have to pay that much, but... It doesn't help. Doesn't make me feel any better. Yeah. Um. All right. I, look, I don't think I necessarily took that to a great place, but that's it's, it's fine. I took it to a place. You took it to a place. Took it. To, took it deep into the woods. Is there is there um a sketch to be had somehow from the preponderance of free software that is is based on advertising, right? Where the the business model is. Well, you know, you get the software for free and then we just put a little strip down the side which has ads for things that people would never probably use. Like all the internet ads are for just terrible, terrible products and things sort that are like clearly a, scams. Like a jerky belt? or <laughs> I'm sorry? Like a belt that's made out of jerky? <laughs> What's that got to do with anything I just said? Well, I thought you said products that nobody would use. <laughs> Or or were you talking about like products that help people? No, no. That's. I mean, I'm I'm I want to hear more about this jerky belt well, because in a way the belt is probably the closest item of clothing to jerky already. The belt because yeah. it's made of leather. Yeah, and it's yeah. a strip. It's a brown strip. Yeah. So you essentially you'd use a, you could still use a leather smith. Right. Right. So, but you just get him to instead of giving him the the hide of an animal, you give him. The side, like you know, the the yep, inside, yep. Um, a meat thing, a dried strip. Yeah, well, it's not dried yet. I don't think. <coughs> I think he's um, he's you know just kind of cutting the yep. bit, bit of meat into a into a, a nice belt size, but much bigger than it needs. And then he dries it out and sort of like yeah, uh, and it shrinks down. And it shrinks down, and then he kind of just you know he softens the meat, I suppose, by massaging it in some way. Yeah, and with oils. Oils and different things like that. But also oils that would flavor the belt. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, 
and, and you know, punches the holes and he screws on the buckle. And, yeah, screws on the you buckle. You know what this is? This yeah. is like the adult version of... Remember when you were a kid and you would get those um, wristband little bracelets that With were lollies on, a, on an elastic? Yeah. I think it's the same corporation that makes that stuff. Also does a line of things for adults, including yeah, the jerky the, belt. The jerky belt. <laughs> um, I guess they would probably be the people who make the nacho hats. Yeah. You know yeah. nacho hats? That was us. We do all the wearable food. Except but for edible up, underwear. Are the nacho... <laughs> That's disgusting. I would never do that. Bastardization of everything we would ever stand for. Down there near your muff. (laughs) Um, It's a taco hat. Mm. Is that what you said? A taco hat? Well, nacho hat. Nacho hat. Is the hat itself actually made from... I think the the corn chips. I'm not sure if it was just a thing that existed in The Simpsons. (laughs) Right. Um, but then I did see on the internet somebody made one that was like that, and and in the wow. Simpsons, Homer broke off the nacho cheese, like the the yeah. corn chips, and then he would dip it, it, in, it in the... into the top of the hat, where there's like a liquid cheese there yeah. above your head, <laughs> a hot liquid cheese, so that you have to stay perfectly still. Yeah. Be great for your deportment. That's right. Um, I think I think the the wearable food company, and look, maybe yeah. they do also make the edible underwear, and they're. They're trying to, maybe maybe their problem is that when people think of wear edible food for adults, everyone always thinks of the edible underwear. But that's only a small part of We're what we do. We're more than just that. We're much more than that. Yeah. All right. My brother Stan, he came up with that. All right. But look at what I've, that's the only thing he ever contributed to the company. It's all anybody knows about it. <laughs> I hate it. He, to be honest, he, he doesn't even try. He just got lucky that one time. <laughs> When he spilled a whole lot of chocolate sauce down his own pants you know, and licked begin- it off. You know, beginner's luck. That happens in business as well. My brother, he's sitting on his money in his edible underwear. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, like other kind of, other kind of uh, things. Like, like, like they they have something like a um, like a fairy floss chemise. Yeah. Um, Maybe a uh, or or a polar fleece, maybe polar be, fleece. Or like yeah. or um, what about one of those puffer jackets where all the puffy stuff inside is all fairy floss? Yeah. So when maybe. you accidentally go near a fire and an ember goes on your on your puffer jacket, and you get one of those holes and the fluff starts to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fairy floss. It's just fairy floss. So, so you're it really takes really the edge. You're not you're not so annoyed anymore about the yeah, that's good. The hole in your puffer jacket. Um, what about? Of course, then a whole lot of ants get in there. <laughs> That is the problem with a lot of the food. A lot of the, food. the edible food is yeah. the fact that you're very susceptible to ant attacks, mm. Mm. which I but think is a sketch that ants would like. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like so, in the end, it's just they ha- the, they get taken down because the company just can't handle all. Like the just the the influx of lawsuits from people who've been attacked by ants. By ants, yeah. What did you? Th- what were you expecting when you wore a ham shoe? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like even like a like a like oh, like like yeah, a shoe that is a full picnic. You know, so it's got like the bottom of the shoe is a picnic blanket. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then the and then the, obviously like the bottom part is sort of. Looks like a picnic bank, a picnic basket, sort of basket, sitting yep, on the thing, yep. and then uh, your leg, <laughs> like your ankle that comes out, is actually made of baguette. <laughs> so this is for people who who don't who are like, missing a leg. Missing a leg, right? It's like a prosthetic, but it's edible. Yeah, edible prosthetics. But then also within there, by the end the, of the meal, you'll be missing a leg again. Yeah, <laughs> but but you got the food, which is. Uh, which is partially cheese and sort of sausage. So I think I think the toes are ca- like cabanossi. The toes are little sausages. Yeah, little sausages or frankfurts and things like that. Maybe different cured meats. Yeah. You know, uh, the you know I guess like the, the the heel is probably a hard cheese, whereas the uh, in the ball of the foot you kind of have a couple of soft cheeses, and then the one the um oh, the, the the heel would be one of those n- nodules of um of mozzarella that you get. You know, oh, those yeah, big round perfectly. ones that yeah, look like bu- a little snowman. Yeah, buffalo. Buffalo mozzarella. Buffalo mozzarella. Uh, mozzarella. What, what we're doing here is we're almost sort of creating a, an edible man. <laughs> <laughs> For like cannibals. Yeah. 
who are trying to like wean themselves off or something. It's it's like the Nicorette of uh, or the you know the, vape, a, the vaping of cannibalism. That's a that's a great way for them to advertise themselves. Yeah, you know, because I mean, cannibalism. Um, you know, there there's been movies where people have sympathized with pedophiles. Say, you know, you like they the, 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 they've written into the script. Uh, They've humanized the pedophile, yeah. and then they've made the audience sympathize with the pedophile. Yeah, but that hasn't happened, I don't think, yet with a a cannibal. A cannibal, like you know, I think uh, Drew Barrymore might have a new a TV, TV show where you show. sympathize with yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> oh. a cannibal. I guess in a way, I felt kind of bad for Anthony Hopkins. He seemed in in uh, in uh, Silence. So of did the you Light. really? Oh, I mean, you know, he was stuck in that cage. He's stuck in that cage. You know, he, he had oh. that weird thing when he talked, where he went. You go, oh, that's probably you got teased for that when yeah, you yeah, it's going to put up a barrier between you and society. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's probably why you got so angry with people that you started eating them. Well, you when you cut that guy's face off and wore it down the elevator. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know, it's... and who eats fava beans? That's true. Anyway, I forgot what the sketch we were talking about. Do yourself about a father. Oh, yeah. the, Oh yeah, wearable food company. We're still there. Oh, yeah, great. wearable food company, and then you got the uh, the the pseudo cannibalism or the uh, yeah. Know. Is that part of the same one? Uh, I would say I think it might be a different thing. You think so? Pseudo yeah, well, because one of them's clothes and one of them's the the body itself. Um, and with the wearable clothes, yeah, the edible clothes, <laughs> and the wearable food. Maybe there's also a wearable food company. They're, they're, the wearable food. Yeah, so we wear edible clothes, but they're more a wearable food. Yeah. You know, a, a wearable food would just be like a, you know, a melon, a hollowed out melon that you can put on your oh, head. Oh, right. So it's like, it's, they're not pretend, like, they're they're functional in terms of clothes, yes. but they're not pretending to be clothes. No, no. And they're also not really intended to be eaten. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. They just happen to be. Yeah. Know. So these are clothes, like, yeah. These you just wear- hollow out a loaf of bread that's a shoe. Yeah, right. Right, but you're not going to eat it. No, no, no. But you know, uh, you take some some penne and you you put them on your fingers yeah. in case it's cold outside. <laughs> you know, some some bow tie pasta. Oh, some lasagna, sort of a lot of yeah. lasagna cooked, sliced, and make the rest of the glove out of that. Yeah, bow tie pa- bow tie pasta. Maybe you could wear that uh, as a jacket. As a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> if we make it big enough. Yeah. Bend it around, change the shape, and put some holes in it. Yeah. Got yourself a vest. I reckon if you bent it around, like if you, you had a single one, you could make a, something that looked a little bit like a wedding ring. There you go. There you go. It's not too bad. Um, but wait, so is this a separate idea? This yeah. is well, well, I think maybe within the... If we've got the company who are yeah. making edible clothing... Maybe oh. they're rivals over the wearable food. Yeah, or or it's another. Okay, yeah, maybe it could be the rivals, and then the or and then, or and it's then another sh- division within the company. You think? Well, it could be another division, or if it is a rival, and then they like they go and maybe they kind of go spy on them. I don't know how we're fitting this in. We'll have to make a whole series. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I just I like to picture. So wait, what do you call it? Because wait, this is the wearable food company. Is the first one? right? No, that's the edible clothing company. Edible clothing. Sorry. Okay. Because it's edible underwear. It's underwear, yeah, but you can eat it. Which, w- by the way, what do they make edible underwear out of? I've always pictured it's the same same stuff that you used to make a roll up. Yeah, I the way I picture it, it in my mind, it kind of kind of is like a roll up, but it's made out of more like sort of a, a durable fairy floss. Durable fairy floss. Yeah, sort of. You know, like fairy floss. If it touches your tongue, it just kind of melts and melts away. But I picture this kind of. Like so it's somewhere... robust. So you could wear it for a couple of hours, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, it should be. It should be have have a durability within yeah. it. You don't want it to just kind of fall off straight away. Um, so oh yeah. Disgusting. So what I was picturing with this wearable food company mm. uh, was that they see it they're themselves more as a fashion company. Yeah, so they're more right. of a fashion label, whereas these guys are more about the the edibility of the food. It's right. More of a, Right. Yeah. And so I I do like the idea of a, uh, you know, going and showing up in their like to their offices or something like that just spying on them and there's like a fashion show on and so there's people going down the catwalk wearing the outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Big loaves of bread on their feet. <laughs> yeah. 
I keep coming back to it because I think it would be really funny. Yeah, well, that's a Sam Simmons idea. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That it's, proves it. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's, funny. It's really funny. Barry Award winning. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga did wear a dress made out of meat. Sure, yeah. But, you know, look, we're going more creative than that. We to- are. Tofu, like a tofu robot. You know, that's, that's yeah. what will be like you know those big blocks of like good not silken tofu. You're not going to wear that for very long. You need a good firm tofu, right, with the skin outside that's kind of been cooked a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, 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 deep fried. You know? And get that. You you could wear those like sleeves. Maybe one over your head, hollow it out. Get some little robot knobs on there. Okay, get, get them walking down the aisle. Those like robot that. knobs. Those yeah. could be slices of cucumber. <laughs> Yeah, it could be cucumber. They could be, uh, you know, baby ca- baby carrots, baby yep. corn. Uh, could be the tips off of all the vegetables that you don't want. There you go. Yeah. Um, I uh, I keep forgetting everything I'm going to say, Alistair. That's okay. I'm you're, too engaged Andy, in your conversation. You're flawed. You're a flawed man. I'm a flawed human being. Yeah, but that's okay. We are on uh, six and a half sketches. Uh, and we are at 45 minutes. So I think that this I mean, is technically... pretty good. I mean, I wanted something big. I, I did want a, I wanted big. a big closer. Yeah. Um, we know? do, yeah. We do find... We do tend to find things while we're wrapping up. Okay. Well, let's wrap up and I see mean, if we, we find anything I while mean, we're wrapping up. I mean, up, we could go in deeper into... I don't think going in deeper <laughs> oh, is actually, the answer. No, no, no. Um, I just had an idea. Because the idea... <laughs> one thing would be with the pseudo-cannibalism. Yes. Is that... Um, because it's Nicorettes for cannibals, right? So yes, uh, this company probably would work one on one with these guys, or maybe like you know maybe two consultants would would be you know two consultants would be assigned to a cannibal because it's yep. a very specific thing. You mm-hmm. want to cater to their needs. What mm-hmm. is it that you like about human flesh that we can make sure that you have within your you know, you know, is it the gaminess? Because then we'll probably work in a bit more venison and right. like, you know, sort of you know, some t- nice tomato sauces and things like that. Is it is it almost like a Weight Watchers thing kind of then, where there's like a point system and you get a certain number of points per day which are allocated to eating different parts of the human body? Yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, you I just think... try and bring that down to zero over time. Yeah, and it's hard to sort of, it's hard to, to, to count all the all the yeah. parts, you know, that you're that are not human that you've eaten today. And uh, but I like the the uh, unsettledness that the other people in the the, the consultants would have when they're interviewing <laughs> a cannibal who eats people. Yep. Uh, yep. There's there's always a slight tension in the air yeah. in the interview room. Yeah, I I hate it like that. And so you just see these two guys kind of talking right before going into the interview. Yeah. And just going like, oh, that's the one thing about this that I I haven't been able to shake yet it's just the unsettledness that i feel try to be uh, cool in there you know yeah but they just none of them are just like act just like normal people they always, always have something that, that's a little yeah just like that like a like a stare that just lasts a little bit too long like they're seducing you but for your meat is there a um maybe like you know could there be like if if we if we imagined a world in which cannibalism hadn't been become taboo earlier you know what if mm. what if like smoking we'd only started to wise up to the dangers of cannibalism in like the 50s and 60s yeah right and then there was like you know there'd be media campaigns mm. and that sort of thing and there'd be like you know quit services and there'd yeah, be those yeah. ads that are like um you know the, the stop smoking ads where they had those like cheerleaders who are helping you to like give up and not have that cigarette right yeah. there's that same kind of social push to eliminate cannibalism. Yeah, well... And they're really being ostracized by society. Yeah, I think now you've got yourself a satire about ending people stopping eating meat. Yes. Right, but then you just get trying to get people to stop eating human meat. Human meat. Yeah, and I think that that's... Mate, there's a bloody film in that. Great. Yeah? That's all I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. Look, it's not. it's not... We're not in a place where it's huge in terms of laughs yet. Mm. But uh, a, government big quit, a government quit cannibalism yeah. uh, campaign is, uh, is 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 good. The the way in which we, I, I think, I think we could pretty easily set that up with some some interviews or something up up the top about cannibalism mm. interview with a cannibal that sort of thing. Yeah, well, and it also has parallels with uh, ending sort of you know like. 
it's kind of like dealing with the gun lobby because it's a yeah it's, right. It's it's a group of people who totally. very much, if you are against them, can very much attack and kill you and get rid of you very yeah. easily because they're the kind of people who maybe there's a, like a big cannibal lobby like there's just lots of money behind cannibalism for some reason they've got like yeah they've got <laughs> one of the most powerful lobby groups in, in camera and that's why nothing ever gets done about banning cannibalism that's right let's write this film by the end of the year we're trying to like yeah okay great yeah all right we will all right good i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm starting it now Oh my god. Page one. Page Oh no, okay. I'll start at the end. Uh, Scene one. And so cannibalism ended. And it was good. Um They said that at one point they're like, We've already given in to your to your demands that we only eat foreign people. What yeah. more do you want? Now we can't eat people in the workplace. We can't yeah. eat people in pubs. Yeah. Everyone has to huddle down in the cannibalism shelter at the end of the street. Yeah. You know that the the people that you're eating actually aren't free range. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's some... I think... No, right, let's do it. Anyway, I'll see you at the right. end of the year with the, with the complete script. We'll meet back here. Meet back here, mate. On a full moon. Meet. Um, all right, so noise-canceling headphones for inside your head. Right. We've already got that. Boom. That was we we came with that. That was done five minutes before the episode started. Prepared earlier. Yeah, recruiting soccer players for a wider age age range. So you're talking about how you know you're at the AIS. You're a recruiter. You're saying, hey, look, all these kids, their bodies are wearing out by thirty. There's a lot of thirty-two, thirty-three-year-olds whose bodies are still in pristine condition. Exactly. Who could probably learn to be, you know. A lot, of, a lot of kids only been playing soccer since they're 10. They're on this team when they're 16. That's only six years. These adults... What do they know about the world? What do they know about the world? Nothing. Yeah, they, they're they all taking coming at it from the same angle. Yeah. Anyway, the front. The front. That's great. That's a good way. And then we've got this half sketch, which is a gym that works out the muscles that get you to... I'm sure we've already come up with that. Get up off the couch. couch to go to the gym. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. But I think any, any sketch that was come up with... Uh, more than 50 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's fair game. Yeah, it ticks around. Um, bombings. There's there's bombings of companies happening who uh, who make PDF software that doesn't mm. allow you to sign electronically. Uh, and this is... And then there's a guy who's very shocked that nobody seems to be bothered by it. And it's because the worst thing that could happen in the world is when somebody asks you to print out a document, sign it, and then scan it. Maybe it's almost like a... Like that, uh, to, to bring it back to a smoking kind of a thing, there was a movie, I think it was a Russell Crowe movie called The Insider, yeah. which I don't really remember the details of it, but he was like a, a whistleblower against a cigarette company about how they, they knew about cigarettes and cancer early on and they sort of hushed it up, right? Yeah, right. And, and maybe, you know, we could get uh, a whistleblower from inside one of these PDF companies yeah. talking about how, you know, they, they know how to implement this functionality and they're choosing not to yeah. you know and it's yeah, yeah yeah like they knew really early on that the most annoying thing in the world exactly. would be yeah <laughs> would be yeah printing signing and scanning uh but they didn't do anything about it they didn't care they yeah. laughed yeah they laughed and they said they, they I, I told them people are going to want this and they said well they can print it out and scan it back in again i said that's crazy they told me to shut up. They told me to shut up and they fired me. They fired me. And they said if I never said anything to anybody, they'd murder my family. Anyway, I did and they murdered my family. family. So now, you know, now I don't have any baggage at least. Yeah. I'm free. I'm free. Single again. Single again. <laughs> it's actually great. <laughs> not, not like, I mean, obviously, obviously there's the sadness, but, you know, dating really takes your mind off of it. These headphones really cancel out that... <laughs> Anyway, I've started going to a gym that allows me... Really? Anyway, okay. Uh, then there's a, a waiter that condescends to Anana by saying that she looks 21 and he's flirting with her and stuff. And then uh, everybody. everybody teases the Nana because it means that she, they think that's because they think I she's... I want her to get her own back at the end. So obviously, she gets her own back. Either she swears or she murders. <laughs> there's a lot of murder in these sketches at the moment, but that's cool. Um, then there's the wearable food company versus the edible clothing company. And then there's, I mean, mostly we're looking at the edible 
clothing company, but then later on we find out about their rivals, the wearable food company. I mean, you know, the, the, there is a version of this in which we see the history of the edible clothing company, where they started out more in wearable food. So they started out just hollowing out a watermelon and putting it on their head, and That's then, like true. you know, through sophistication over time, yeah. you know, it's it's almost like um, it's like. Apple, we could see like their keynote mm. address and their Steve Jobs type character who has, you know, got, uh, he's announcing the new range of like edible clothing and how it's, yeah. it's, it's so exciting. I like that. Yeah. At the beginning, it wasn't even really about eating. It was more yeah. about the wearing. Think different. Yeah. <laughs> and what's more different than wearing a bread on your feet? Mm. Uh, what's more different than taking a meatloaf and... <laughs> and, and fashioning it into a vest, slicing it up real thin <laughs> and sewing those together with angel hair pasta <laughs> to make a kind of chain mail. Who's to say that that's mm. not what the future is? Yeah. Well, obviously now in the future we can say <laughs> with, a, with, <laughs> with certainty that it, this is this wasn't the future. <laughs> this wasn't the future. But who's to say that yeah. it isn't going to be still? And then, and then uh, cut to a future self again. Well, I am going to, you know, it keeps panning out yeah. and really seeing a more futuristic version. But also maybe we, we come to this company after the Steve Jobs type character has died and they're struggling to have the same impact, the same creativity that they once had. Yeah, that's When good. they came up with the beef jerky belt. It just used to be so easy with him around. Yeah. You could bring him any food and he... Within seconds, he'd throw to you an item, an item of clothing. Six items of clothing that it could be. Yeah, he'd have a whole outfit. Into the changing room. <sighs> he could walk into the pantry and come out. <laughs> walk into the pantry nude, come out fully dressed. Fully dressed. Didn't matter what was in there. I saw him once turn a whole bag of lentils into a... <laughs> into a three-piece suit. <laughs> into a three-piece suit. A diamante wedding dress. <laughs> And he looked gorgeous. Um, the next sketch is the pseudo cannibalism, which is uh, it's a company that that sort of sells nicorettes for cannibals, yep. uh, which is you know basically replacing body parts with foods and so they, you know sometimes it's they a tofu make, finger. Yeah, they tofu finger. They make full size mannequins that you can that you can sort of keep in your in your basement, like you know in a in a giant. Cold storage, I guess, yeah. in the same way a cannibal would if he was yeah, just absolutely. slowly eating his way through absolutely. a body, things like that. And you can sort of, we, you know, we even give it to you in a sort of a, in a stretcher that you can sort of wheel around you. It uh -huh. it, it actually moans. It, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. The a, uh, the fermentation process of the tofu is still going on, and so periodically gas will escape from the windpipe, causing <laughs> the tofu corpse to moan. We've actually found a way to make the tofu experience pain. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, well, this is this is actually really good for our meat metaphor. Yeah. Our meat eating, because you know, there's there's people who are trying to make simulations yeah. of, of meat using soy and that sort of thing and we can get the texture we can also we can even make it bleed <laughs> <laughs> the fact that so we're trying to make substitute humans for cannibals out of tofu and we've managed to make the tofu feel pain i think that is yeah. great like this tofu is capable of, of of screaming that its parents will find you you won't get away with this we've yeah, we've worked out different ways our, our researchers have found ways of of recreating human organs <laughs> Entirely out of tofu that are functioning. Yes. And this tofu man is actually alive. They've made a tofu brain and he actually fears death. <laughs> but he will flee. He will beg <laughs> you to stop. <gasps> oh my god. A tofu man is escaping. That's really good. Oh, I'm yeah. so happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tofu Man, that's really easy to do as well. That's just somebody in like sort of beige yeah, face paint. Sort of weird. You make a Tofu Man. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that on a low budget. Yeah. Yeah. We call it Brofu. Brofu. <laughs> Obviously, we also make women, though. Don't let the name just... <laughs> this isn't a sexist company. You just know that if you were catering to to cannibals and you just made a man... Tofu, mm. a live tofu man that they would be like 
Oh, what, no women? Bloody social justice warriors. <laughs> no, but more like, it's a weird fetish thing. But of course, the social, the social justice I'd be warriors. all over that. Imagine if Bullet blows up on Disgraceful. This... this human, tofu human company only makes living, screaming man tofu. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Anyway, I think we found our big finish. I think, yeah. Great. I'm so happy with that. Yeah, and then... Um, and then, of course, there's the uh, government quit cannibalism campaign, which will be a film that me and Andy will have written. We will have for you on your desk <laughs> by, by December, December tw- 30th. Yep. 29th. 29th. Let's like, make this interesting. <laughs> two days before <laughs> the end of the year. <laughs> and we're going to be finishing it off while our families are all celebrating Christmas. Yeah, that's and, it. And New Year's. What do you mean finishing off? I think you mean starting, <laughs> Alistair. <laughs> no, no, we need to start it maybe after Comedy Fest. Okay. Right. No, actually, we need to finish the other thing that we're writing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, if you liked it, rate it positively. Rate it, write a comment on, in, iTunes. on iTunes. And if there's a, other podcasts, places that also allow ratings, f- tell us about it and yeah. do it. Because I would love to be checking other ones. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have. I, lo- I would love to have new reservoirs of hope. Yeah, I know. It'd just be a great place. You know, mm. just another thing to just waste my time with on the day. Yeah. Uh, the other things is we're on Twitter. I'm on Al- Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy, and we are two in Tank. On Twitter, and um, we're on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook, two in the Think Tank. Mm. And you can like yourselves, guys, because that is a valuable thing to spend your life doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have Self-esteem, a good esteem. It's important. Self-esteem. Self-esteem. Esteem. I am worthy. <laughs> oh, anyway, see you guys later. Do, 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 we do, do, do. love we you. We love you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.